Hi guys, welcome back to the arena with SKN. Thank you so much for tuning in. Let's get right into it. I'm coming hot and heavy from watching this new Netflix original series, Sex Life. Let me tell you, guys, it has me so messed up (laughs) I finished season one and I'm just I'm out here asking what was the reason what was the reason inside Kadibi's voice what was the reason because (sighs) what was the I I can't even tell you what was the reason I it has me frustrated and elated at the same time. <laughs> so I guess I'm just here to blow off steam. Possibly give my two cents. And if you've watched it, I would really, really love to hear your views as well. If you haven't watched it, stop this podcast right now. Because there are going to be many spoilers. So if you haven't watched it and you're planning on watching it, don't listen. Go watch Although I wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> it's it's trash TV. <laughs> Very obscene. If if you ask me, even Game of Thrones was not that bad. But anyway, what do we expect? The the series is called Sex Life. It does live up to its name. That I will tell you. But other than that, I'm there's a time one of the influencers. <laughs> One of the influencers put um um not a questionnaire. Okay, fine, let's call it a questionnaire. The name escapes me what it's called. But she kinda put like uh the questionnaire and then guys are responding. It was about the the series, sex life. She's saying, Should I watch it? Have you watched it? What's your thoughts? Give me feedback. And uh, of course, like I'm gonna say a lot of it was coming the feedback was coming from ladies based on what they were saying and how they were referring to the movie like you could tell they were giving it from the protagonist's view which is the woman what's her name billy so a lot of them were saying how they can relate how they regret marrying whoever they they married imagine someone using the word like regret regret in marriage they are unfulfilled sexually in their marriage as well which is why others are even confessing it's it's no big news of married people stepping out of their marriage and sleeping with other people in nairobi that's your daily cup of tea it happens so oftenly it's it's scary (laughs) really scaring the singles out of us (laughs) but people don't take marriage with the gravity it deserves i think in in this city we live in wallahi if we were in the bible eras we would be sodom who else would be gomorrah uk would be gomorrah that's how bad we are so guys are saying how it's true you can't get everything from one man and 
I wish I can share the lady's name, but I'm not trying to get sued in the streets. <laughs> I want to keep my coin. So I'm not gonna share. I'm gonna share. I'm not going to say <laughs> what the lady's name was, but it was just. It was again. You 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 live. You're left asking, what was the reason? What was the reason for marrying this man? I'll tell you what the reason was. Peer pressure. Unrealistic timelines. Social climbing. And societal pressures. You are getting pushed by your family, your friends, what you think society expects of you. You think by now, fam, I should have settled, I should be having kids. So you settle for the next thing. Okay, let's not say thing, that's a bit insensitive. The next person that comes across you. You don't even take time to see if they're checking, you know, your boxes. And just like, is a man, he loves me, I love him, that's it. The rest, the rest will figure out hukombele. Hukombele, hukombele happens like sex life. Because you look at her, you look at Billy, the protagonist in the series, and you think... You have the nicest husband ever. What could be the problem? But not everybody wants a nice guy, right? Maybe you don't want a nice guy. I know I have had my share, my fair share of nice guys, and I am done with nice guys. I don't want a nice guy. Polini, they're, they're really nice, but they're not my cup of tea. Now, if you are not honest with yourself, if you're not honest with yourself, Ujembe, I know you're nice and it doesn't make sense, but you're not my choice. If you're not honest with yourself, imagine you're going to find yourself in that situation because it will never be enough. You'll always ask yourself, what if? And that, that question, the moment you're in a relationship boys and girls if you if you hear nothing at all hear this the moment you're in a relationship i'm gonna say relationship because i cannot speak on marriage the moment you are bound together in front of god and man government and cultural bonds that's a whole nother ball game you cannot just walk out unless there's violence involved and infidelity then the courts the courts you know it allows for separation on such grounds other than that i really have no right to come and tell you you need to leave your marriage fam i'm not married so what do i know anyway back to what i'm saying if there's anything you take away from this is if you're ever dating anyone and you have this question what if you're gonna have a difficult one because there's nothing as bad as doubt. Oh, doubt will eat your mind. You will give it so much mental real estate without you even knowing. And before you know it, boom, it's consumed your entire mind. And now 
like the woman you're focused on the one percent you're like what if what if and you have 99 percent i know it's it's a bit crazy hell it's far-fetched to think that one man or one woman can give you everything you need and that's that's not true your man or woman cannot be your best friend they cannot be your advisor they cannot be your mentor they cannot be your lover they cannot be your healer all at once maybe one at a time and even that um, there's things you know if i need this maybe i'll just bounce it off of you I'll go get advice from one, two, three. If I need encouragement, I'm going to go here. If I need to blow off steam, I have friends for that. You have a sense of community, which is why, again, I reiterate myself. It's important to have a life before you become a wife. Can I get an amen? Amen. (laughs) It's really important to have your own life. To have your own community. In fact, for me, when I'm when I'm dating someone, if you don't have friends, if you don't have a sense of community, for me it's an immediate red flag. Because then I know you're gonna cling onto me. You're not even going to cling, you're going to latch onto me and my community. When in reality, you're supposed to have your own. Because I, I cannot be everything for you. It's exhausting. I won't even be there the whole time that you need me to. For me, that that's me. Me. That's my, you know, my rule. <laughs> if someone doesn't have friends, close friends, and it doesn't have to be big. Friends can be two, three, four, five even. If you're lucky, you have five. I have many. But I have, I've, I've categorized them. Everybody is in their own special circle. You don't have a relationship with your colleagues. You don't have a relationship with your community, your relative, your families. You're just your lone ranger. That would not necessarily work for me because I'm very people oriented. I get my energy from hanging out with people, interacting with new people, making new friends. So if I am going to bring, because I know what I'm bringing to the table, is a solid, healthy community. I know my friends are healthy, wealthy, mature, fun-loving people. So they're a plus. I am bringing them to the table. Fam... You, you you can't just come by yourself. Where is your community? You This is supposed to be like an exchange. You feed off of me and I replenish from you. At least that's how I feel it. And that's another thing I'm honest about. So there is no way I'm going to compromise and say, ah, he doesn't have friends. It's going to bug you. It's gonna bug you eventually. And that's what I keep on saying. Ladies, because this is, let's be honest. Come on now. No, no, no. S- sit down. Sit down. I know. 
I know I'm grinding your gears, but just give me three to four minutes, please. Let's be honest with ourselves. Ladies are more likely to compromise than men. Men will take you at face value. They go for exactly what they want. At least most of them do. Let me not speak as a matter of fact. But most of them do. Ladies will compromise. And you know, you know what we have the audacity to say? At least he's not cheating on you. At least he provides. At least he comes home to you. I get... I think I blow gaskets. <laughs> Every time we have these conversations with my colleagues. And the, the men are always preaching about bare minimum. How if a man is doing the bare minimum, you should be grateful. Because they know men out here are trash. So if your man is honest with you, if he's not cheating on you, girl, Kwanzaa Nairobi, jackpot. Fine, he might be faithful, but he's not present. Right? He might not be necessarily cheating on you with another woman, but maybe he's cheating on you with, I don't know, football, video game, his friends. Maybe he's not giving you quality time. Maybe like this woman, you're not getting the sex you desire. But because we have been taught and programmed since we were young by our beautiful mothers who did not know better, who were told by their mothers and the mothers before them, that you should not be loud, you should not be bold, you should not be assertive. A woman is to be seen, not heard. Cap. That's how you end up in a frustrated, sexless marriage. And I'm using this analogy because I'm fresh and hot off of this series. Don't be scared. It's 2021, guys. We have fucking drones. You mean to tell me, in this era, you're going to settle for what you know. You, you know, before you even walk down the aisle, you know. This is not what you want. I'm speaking from experience because I have done this. Not once, but twice. And of course it backfired. Hello. <laughs> That's why I'm out here braving the cold like a night's watch. <laughs> All the same, it's taught me that it doesn't matter how little your compromise is. If it's one of your core values, it's going to haunt you and it's going to break that relationship eventually. My suggestion, my suggestion, bold, underlying the word, the word suggestion. Have a list of your non-negotiables, yeah? You know, you need a kind man. So if someone is stingy, it's an immediate. Imagine you cut it off. And the moment you you know your non-negotiables, it is you cut it the sooner the better. Don't don't try and convince yourself out of your non-negotiables. Jieshimo. Respect yourself enough to know that 
although you're a great guy and you'll make some woman happy, you're not the guy for me. Because imagine, compromises will not end at it because you're married. I know, I'm, I know I'm speaking with a lot of chess for someone who is single and unmarried. Please don't come for me. I know this. But I also know that marriage is difficult. It requires a lot of maturity, a lot of empathy, and a lot of compromise. So if you start compromising, hmm? if you start compromising at, at the beginning of your relationship now, how, how are you going to navigate decades? By the time you're in your third, fourth year anniversary, you'd have lost yourself completely because you have compromised everything. One day you look in the mirror, you don't even recognize who you are. And that's just tragic. I'm not here to say you can't have it all. But I know you can try. You can try. Let me know what you think, ladies. Ladies, please, please let me know what you think. Because this this was a direct PSA to you guys. Let me know what you think. Those of you who are in a stable, long-term relationship, I would really love to hear from you. Those of you who are single, my fellow Nightwatch, <laughs> tell me what you're thinking. And even if you're in a fresh new relationship and the butterflies are still there, drop a comment in my post. I'm going to put this on my Instagram and let me know what you think. Until next time, guys. Thank you for listening to the arena. Mwah.